All right, everybody, welcome back to the Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, John Breeden, along with my co-host, Ben Gorin. Ben, how are you? Dude, it's been a long week. I don't know what happened this week, but just a full week of classes, work. I feel like I'm tired as hell right now. You're tired as hell. I'm ready to go because tonight we have a little competition. We're recording this on a beautiful Thursday. It's beautiful. It's more like an The year of our Lord 2022. And I am here <laughs> with my opponent tonight Ooh. in case race. Change of opponents from last week. Yes, change of opponents. It was going to be me versus Gates, but Gates does not want to compete. So it is going to be me versus the one Blake. Blake, how are you doing? Never better, my man. If you know me at all, you know that's a fucking lie. I've been a lot better. <laughs> this week has been a character-building journey, so to speak. <laughs> really? Character um, development. Yeah, even like today, um, there's a lot of stuff that I want to... Well, I don't know if I should get into it now or just tell you guys in per- like after we'll ta- the fact. We'll chat later. We'll, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. But first, I just want to... Uh, for the people that may not know you, just go ahead and uh, kind of give yourself a little introduction. Who is uh, Blake Atkins? What, what a fucking loser. <laughs> just to add... <laughs> Come on now, you're not a loser. What what events will you be doing in track this season? Oh, so for track, I'm planning to do the 1600 and the 1000. Oh, the 1000. That used to be my event. I hate I'm definitely the like I'm definitely a mid-distance kind of guy. Like when it comes to the 32s, not about that. And then like the 400s, they're they're fine, but my strong suit is the mile and the 1000, so yeah. we'll see what we can do with that. All yeah. right. But yeah, in terms of my introduction, Hello, nice to meet you, Harrisonburg, whoever, wherever you may be listening to this from. Good morning, Harrisonburg. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, my name is Blake Atkinson. I'm a sophomore at JMU. I'm a political science major with no minor at the moment, but I'd like to pursue something. And I'm part of the JMU club cross-country track and field team. I'm also a YouTuber and SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> <laughs> had, had to include that, as well as... Uh, I don't know if I should. I don't know if this is like a an affront to my reputation, but a marijuana enthusiast. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that. We, we will get, get to all of that. Love of weed. All right. So Blake, last season we had cross country. So th- talk about your cross country season. What was it like to be back at meets and like have your first real like college club level meets? Like how'd your cross season go? Oh, it was a hoot and a holler. I like because you know we all know how COVID went. How we missed out on a lot of opportunities. Especially for our generation where basically like the lost year, we didn't really get to have a freshman year. And so it was just nice to be out like, you know, doing meets and talking to people from different teams and stuff like that. And actually like competing again. I just felt like, because over COVID, my kind of my drive and my ambition dwindled significantly. I didn't really like every day just kind of blended together. Didn't really have much of a drive to do anything, so to speak. But, you know, once I got back, like even... Even the first meet, like UNC, I expected to be like super rusty, but I kind of held my own. Like, obviously, it was my first 8K. I'm more of a 5K kind of guy. It's just a better distance, in my opinion. But, you know, I still really enjoy just, especially the meets where you go like a long ways, because I feel like you kind of build a connection with the people that you, um, the people that you ride with. Because I know for me, it was, it was Dean, Dom, Jordan, Brad, and me, and. We definitely got a lot closer over the course of that car. Oh, ride, I didn't so. even see. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a fun time. I mean, 
I like it was a little nerve wracking too because I had to take like a mega shit before <laughs> before we started racing. I didn't think I was gonna make it because the line was so long. Dean. Why does this always come up on this podcast? People talk about their shit stories. <laughs> like the staple of running. Hey, anyway, I'm, I'm just doing it for shits and giggles, man. Dude, the, the Elton the Elton meet. There were eight people in a line for the bathroom, and I go up and I just had to piss. And it's like 10 minutes before a race or something, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to, to go before yeah, a race. We all had to go to the 7-Eleven across the street or some other gas station, but I, I wasn't planning on waiting that long. Well, yeah, well, I just, I peered into the bathroom and no one was at the urinal, and I'm like, can I use the urinal? They're like, oh, yeah, they, they were all waiting in line to shit. No, literally, I remember at the UVA meet, there was like a line like <clears throat> out the building Full of stall. There was at least like 10 people in there. I'm like, we need more toilets. Really Just do close. it nature's way. I mean, I have toilet paper with me. <laughs> That's what tree bark is for. But that, that uh, UNC meet was when uh, Dom and Dean played each other in Smash, and Dom got smacked with a pizza. Yeah, was, I missed that. I meant to come over to their room, but... That was a funny thing. Great bonded times. I ended up just talking to Gates the whole time. But. Hey, no, that was a fun night. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But, uh, I mean, you talked about freshman year, how you kind of weren't able to do things, but that was, you know, when I got to meet you. Uh, you know, I, I was a junior last year. You could call me a, uh, a Mickey Mouse senior <laughs> because I'd never been to JMU. as a Sophomore! Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of a sophomore. It's funny, too, because um, when everyone met you, they uh, just immediately thought you were a freshman. I remember that. Yeah. Too. I thought you were one of us. Yeah, exactly. Everybody thought I was a freshman. But, I mean, kind of talk about your freshman year a little bit because we did get to do stuff, you know, social things, and kind of talk about some differences. What's different about this year than last year? Other than, obviously, like COVID and things are more uh, lax now in terms of restrictions. Right. I feel like – so the main difference between this year and freshman year – so freshman year was kind of like – the prologue to college. It was like, you know, obviously first semester, it was kind of just felt like a fever dream because we didn't really get to do anything. I was just stuck in my dorm for 90% of it. So not much in the way of opportunities for, to socialize or make friends or even like do anything, like join clubs. And then once spring rolled around, things got a lot better. And that's when I met like Ben. Well, I guess I had met you uh, fall did in the we fall, meet in the fall? I don't remember. I don't remember talking to you, so we'll just say spring. I did. We met in the spring. Yeah, that's where I met uh, John, Sean, old bitch. Yeah, because yeah. uh, that's so weird though. How Sean like used to be one of the quiet kids. <laughs> like, like no one knew who he was. But anyway, I so, yeah. used to be the quiet kid too. I mean, I just kind of came out of nowhere. What is? But, we but, are ruining people left and right. Oh my god. We got, we got him into drinking. That's why. But it, it was bound to happen anyway. But yeah, so that's when I met all of you guys, and I definitely got close with y'all, but I feel like the major difference, like I said, between freshman and sophomore year, so freshman year was like laying the groundwork for my like social connections and stuff like that, and then sophomore year is really when it like kicked off. So like sophomore year is when I got close with everyone. It's when I actually like, what's the word? I really like got intimate with a lot of my teammates and we truly became like friends. So freshman year was all about getting to know the people. And then sophomore year was all about really getting to know the people. I definitely feel the same way. Yeah. Like I, cause I kind of came out and like, I knew people at the beginning of the spring, but then in March, I feel like it was right around March. That's when I started to know everybody. I didn't like knew people, but like it wasn't until like January, February, like I started hanging out at my house where I was like, 
Alright, now we're all doing yeah. good. I feel like definitely, definitely Beach Week was definitely a good bonding time, too. Yeah, I, I feel like last year we were more or less acquaintances for, like, at the start at least. And now we're just, like, tighter than family. Exactly. So th- there's definitely been, like, an evolution of our, you know, friendship over the months. Yeah. Camping was a good a good bonded time. Camping, oh, camping was, was a vibe. I love camping. And Beach Week was, you know, a great time, too. Uh, obviously, like... Um, I'll get into this a little bit later, but I was injured for most of it. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> we had all the questions. Everything you're saying right now. We're getting there. We're getting we're there. We're getting there. But yeah, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So you mentioned in your introduction you have a YouTube channel. <laughs> I do, in fact. And it's called Salami Sandwich. And that is so the name. What, what was kind of the inspiration behind the channel? And Why yeah. Salami Sandwich? Why so, yeah, what, what was the inspiration so, behind it? I just want to preface this by saying um, – kind of like calling myself out i guess you know salami sandwich exposed but i actually hate salami in real life <laughs> and so the first time i tried a salami sandwich i was like yo this is garbage this is like worse than my actual channel and so <laughs> it, i guess it is kind of a fitting name but um the whole inspiration behind it was i just wanted to like well obviously i had so i had uh, a youtube channel before salami sandwich called Jumpman juice boy and it's up with your name (laughs) that's where i posted all of my like you know stupid shit post videos that like me and my friends would record in middle and high school i just dumped it on there and around like 20 like the end of 2017 2018 is when it is like really when i wanted to um get serious so to speak about making videos and so i decided to create an entirely new channel but make it something that's like brandable i guess so like i wanted a name that was catchy and would like stick in people's minds and like i could use as a what's the word like not alias yeah just, just, yeah that makes sense yeah okay like, i'm salami sandwich yeah something that's like iconic and so yeah. i was like okay salami sandwich because it's like the alliteration and it's just it's easy to remember it rolls off the tongue and it's just funny <laughs> like there, there's really no deeper meaning to it it's just like I just think it's funny. Just imagine, like, one day everyone's like, yep, the kid's like, yo, have you seen the new salami sandwich video? It's, like, dope as hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have you have different rap videos and, and all sorts of shit. Oh, I, mean, I can't Where, where do you come up with this stuff? So, um, let's just say that my all of my ideas originate from the twisted, dark realm that is my subconscious. Um <laughs> Yeah, basically. I'm concerned. Basically, it's it's not it's not that deep, but like, basically, whenever I have like an idea for a video, like something that I think is funny in real life, I'll like record it. That's kind of how it started, and then eventually, I wanted to make like more. Let's just say I wanted to put more effort into my content, so I wanted to make more like I guess complex and like, um, structured like style of videos. So make them more like commentary based based. <laughs> like um i've never been into let's plays but just like very varied styles of content i, I wanted to make it more of like an all-around um entertainment channel and so i you know i decided to start working on the videos where i just film myself in my room talking about like you know the hot topic of the week or sometimes i'll just make videos me and my friends doing like challenges and stuff like that and then the music stuff is really like where my like a good percent of my passion comes from because I'm a big like I'm a big music guy in general. I I kind of see it as like my therapy. Like whenever I'm having a bad day or I'm just stressed, like I'll put on some music and you know I'm chilling like a villain. So 
Um, pre- predominantly rap music is kind of my thing. I, yeah. That's literally the whitest thing I've ever said. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a big rap guy. Um, Are you going to come out and say that you're a rap god now? Uh, no. <laughs> well, you do like Green Day. I do. I, I am a... Uh, I like Green Day. Yeah. That concert, I, I'm a big too. rock guy, too. But, yeah, so... I'd say, like, the majority of my musical taste comes from, like, punk rock or, like, pop punk, which you can thank my friend Paul for. He really got me into the the punk scene. And then rap music, it's, like, like the 90s, 2000s, juggernauts, like, Eminem, Jay-Z, Nas, Kanye, that stuff like that. And so that's kind of where my inspiration came from for, like, the music that I make. Which is predominantly like, you know, rapidy rap, 90s boom bap style. Rapidy rap. <laughs> yeah. That's a new one. So, I, I see, like, my definition of rapidy rap is like the opposite of mumble rap. So, you can actually, like, hear what I'm saying. And yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's more, like, all over the place. Like, the flow, you know, goes all over. Whereas mumble rap, it's like, like you can't really hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't understand what they're saying. I guess the only parallel that I can draw between me and mumble rap is that we both talk about drugs a lot. So that yeah. that's something to consider. You ever just like look up the lyrics to like a mumble rap song and just like try to memorize Oh, that's them. what they're saying. So then like you play them at a party or something and all your friends are like, how do you know the lyrics to this song? I've done that before. <laughs> like, that's they're like, like how do you know the lyrics? And I'm like, dude, it's just, I just know this. Half the time I don't even know the title. I'm just like, oh, that's what that's called. Dude, yeah. I think I'll look yeah. up the that's strange from the ways that I hear at parties. I'll, be like, I'll look up the lyrics. I'm like, wait, they say that? <laughs> but they're reciting the Declaration of Independence, but you wouldn't know it. Like, <laughs> wait, you know, they're like, the Star Spangled Banner? <laughs> yeah, like I'm none the wiser. Yeah. But yeah, so um, um, just more on the rap stuff though. So I actually dropped an album two years ago, or I guess like a year and a half, and yeah. it has um the three songs that I made into singles and I made music videos for. So it's Raising the Bar, Open yep. Wound, and No Excuses are the three singles. Because we're Raising the Bar. <laughs> yeah. Raising the Bar is the best one. Raising the Bar is my favorite. Not a plug. <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, I made, I believe it was like 22 songs in, in total. And the three best ones, or the uh, three of my favorite ones, I decided to make uh, into singles and give them music videos. And so those are the three most recent videos on my channel. And... I had a, I'll be honest with you, like, I had a lot of fun making them. Like, the song, recording the songs and the video, it was just a blast. Especially, like, yeah. um, I remember just going to, like, random places in public, like the grocery store for Raising the Bar, or, like, the gym for No Excuses. And I get my friends to record me, they're just like, dude, I, I really don't want to do or they're, they're, they're like, dude, I feel really awkward right now. I'm like, yeah, me too. Let, let's just, like, let, let's try to keep a low profile when we're recording. <laughs> just, like, dancing in the middle of the, yeah, like, the dude, aisle at the dude, grocery store with a box of raisin bran. Yeah, I really wanted to, like, the bus down or, like, spilling, like, the milk onto the raisin bran, like, doing, like, your finger thing. You're like, because they're raising the bus. <laughs> Oh yeah, the the classic finger wag. That that's that's a staple of us. Is that what it's called? The finger. I really wanted to like be sp- pouring milk in a raisin bran while doing the finger wag at a Walmart. See, I just needed like a gesture because I like I don't know how to do like the rap arms thing that they do in the music video. So gang I was, like, signs. Yeah, oh, that, like, like this. Yeah, I don't know how to do gang signs, and like I'm I'm not part of a gang, so you know I, I had to come up with something, and so I, I tried to make it like more varied with the new video. I tried to incorporate some you know little. Hand spins and. What if you do jazz hands next time? Yeah. Jazz like hands. no excuses, raising the bar. 
I don't know any of the words. But but yeah, it was just funny how like I was in the grocery store and there'd be like a mom and her child that like just scoots by in their cart. I'm just like, oh, don't mind me. Just uh, <laughs> don't make a documentary. But I mean, you also, this account, the Salami Sandwich also has an Instagram. I do. And unbeknownst and to me, before I, before I followed it, I now follow it, but unbeknownst to me, there's a picture of me on there. Wait, there is? Yes, there's there is a picture of me on there. And I'm like, this. There's probably a, a couple. No, it's it's only one, but it's the one uh, the one everybody likes to post of me. This might sound a little From cocky, but no, Ben, fuck you. <laughs> this might sound a little That's cocky, but fucking picture. Listen, this might sound a little cocky, but I like to think that my Instagram page is like a great just collage of shit posts, and it, it really is. It, it, it's just one big artistic because, statement. That picture of me is a shit post. It is one big artistic statement. <laughs> when was it posted? I'm trying to find uh, it. It's the one of me. Pointing. You'll you'll see. It's it. the one of me pointing. You know the one of me pointing when I'm drunk. Oh, like that the it. one that looks like me, <laughs> yeah. and Uncle Sam. Yeah. Only Fuck you now, right there. Only you can prevent forest <laughs> yeah. fires. Literally, that's, yeah. But yeah, literally, I've posted all. John Wayne loses in a case race. I've posted. Oh, yeah, right. Listen, I've posted all of my friends on there at least once. So. Where's Sean? Oh, there's Sean. Yeah, Lee's Sean's on, on there. there. Lee's on there. on there. You're on there. I'm definitely on here. And then I have about I have like hundreds of pictures of Peter. I'm sure. All three of us participate in this little game that Lee made. Call, we call it the M-Word game. Correct. Unfortunately. <laughs> What's your take on this? And then once we're done with your take, we got we got to update the people on the rank. Oh, yeah. there's There's been some shifts, everybody. We, we, we'll get to that yeah, later. We'll get to that later. Make my Blake, what is your take on this game? How do you feel about it? Um, I think it's fucking stupid as hell, <laughs> but I love it because, you know, I'm all about stupid things. And it's also just, like, it's a great opportunity to... Like, well, for one, embarrass your friends in public, but also it's kind of just a good excuse to get in shape. Because I know a lot of people, like, they're just not really into exercise, but if they play the game, I mean, they don't really have a choice. Yeah, I mean, Bradley is going to be, like, jacked by the end of the year. He's going to look like (laughs) Gates by senior year. Yeah, he's going to look like Gates. Bradley's going to start avoiding us just so he doesn't say the word. (laughs) He doesn't have to do push-ups. That's why I haven't seen him, like, all year. Like, I literally, I think, other than the ski trip, uh, today was the first time that I saw him. Yeah. All right. We ready? We ready to update these rankings, everybody? Remember, my goal is the top three by the time I graduate. All right. In order, first place is still Lee. Boo. (laughs) See, this is why I think these rankings are bullshit. (laughs) I'm still second, but the gap between me and Blake has gotten closer because I did 20 yesterday. Watch out. That that gap's gotten smaller. Blake sits in third. Fourth belongs to Micah. Fifth is now Peter. Yes. Six is Dean. Seven is Robbie. Eight is Gates. Nine is the old bitch, Sean. Row, row. Ten is John. Oh, did I just move up into the top ten? John's in the you top gotta ten. You've got to overtake Sean, though. you got to put that man oh, in the top ten. Tom's going down. you got to put John, that man in the double still digits. still in the bottom half. Do you remember Halloween? Tom Tom did like 80 push-ups. <laughs> yeah. Tom Tom is getting destroyed. <laughs> I remember that. Eleven is Josh. 12 is Kyle, 13 is Dom, a very large gap, Brad. Those Bradley, are the rankings. Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. Yikes. So those are the rankings. I mean, I, I know that like over the ski trip, I remember uh, I was talking to you about this. I was having some storage problems with my phone, and I can attribute that to like the hundreds of videos I have of just people doing push-ups. That's right. You're making a, like, a compilation at the end of the year. Yeah. For So for... um. 
for every like year that I'm in college, other than freshman year, I'm going to have a push-ups compilation. And Brad's going to be, you know, a, a good percent of that. <laughs> so I'm going to make him famous. All right. So, so I'm ready for whatever you got. The for me magic, next. the magical question that we've oh, all been wanting. We to really have to is talk it time? about this. Is so it we time? really have to talk about this. Do you want to talk about it now? Or do you want to talk about it later? Yeah, let's get it out of the way. All right. The magical question that the world wants to know. We really Weed already answered it, though. Weed is but better. go ahead. Weed is better. Weed or alcohol and why? Okay. How about we do it like this? All right. So we'll do it in kind of a um, political debate style thing where <laughs> one, one person has a little introductory statement as to why they think it's better. The other person has a rebuttal. We give three reasons, and then at the end... We'll let the viewers decide which is better. Oh, man. This is going to be interesting. So, All, right. All right. So who would like to go first? For the sake of time, I will represent alcohol, and Ben will – Ben Blake will represent weed, of course. Oh, can I have setups? But Ben's 10 setups, yeah. You can interject at yeah. any time. Setups. So, Sean, we always say setups. Sean is terrible with names. So every time oh, that, and everything else. Oh, okay, I gotta start rankings for this bullshit. No, it's only shot. We just tell everyone right. else that it was only shot right. actually. What was this? Two ninety seconds. Yep. If right. my math is correct. So let me start off by saying I have never smoked, eaten, done weed at all. Oh, okay? we need to fix that. So it is, it is unfair for me to actually argue whether like weed is better, alcohol is better than weed because I've never done weed. With that said, I have seen. How weed affects people, and I've seen how alcohol affects people. To me, it always seems like the people drinking alcohol are having more fun. That's what I because when when like Blake, you get twisted. When you're having a blast, when like you're drunk and all that, moment yeah. you get twisted, shit goes down fast. Yeah, to me, especially like, because I have to yak. <laughs> it always <laughs> when when somebody's on weed, they just always seem so just like uh, just like uh, just like relaxed. Whereas when you're drinking, you're. Oh, having fun you know so to me it just seems more fun um now, it's it's fun to wake up in the morning and like find out what you did and like remember like, all also feel like shit, shit. i was gonna feel like the ramifications of feeling like absolute garbage sometimes the next morning are terrible no, i will say that but the breakfast that you can have especially eat oh, all brunch woo! it's an excuse to like just eat it's the an excuse to possible. just make yourself a nice like Five course gourmet Dude. meal for breakfast. It's amazing. And the last thing, the last thing I'll say is, I mean, all the fun videos you take, <laughs> all the funny messages you send. I mean, it's just so much fun. This I stupidity. think my biggest argument is that alcohol is just more fun than weed. So that's my argument. Okay. And you like, know, I'll let you go ahead. Okay. Why do you think weed is better than alcohol? Just a brief side note, though. Billy Jacks after a hangover. Works wonders. Really? No, no, oh, yeah. no. Scrambled eggs, man. That is what does it. Dude, McDonald's breakfast is my go-to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Scrambled so, eggs. Here is my argument as to why weed is better than alcohol. So, <laughs> That's a horrible argument. No, I'm, I'm very serious about this. So, in my opinion, weed is just like the 21st century alcohol. Because it's like, the way I see it, weed provides all of the positive aspects of drinking without a lot of the negative like drawbacks so when i say that it gives you a like an escape from reality like alcohol does it makes you well i guess for some people it does makes them more like relaxed like alcohol does and also you say that weed's not fun 
But personally, when you're on weed, like it can be more fun if not – or just as fun if not more fun than drinking. So with that in mind, I see it as in terms of like how fun it is, it's about the same or about on par with alcohol. But it doesn't have any of the drawbacks. So you know, there's no hangover in the morning. There's no – you know, worrying about puking or yakking unless you smoke just a fuck ton, but I try not to do that. And also, I don't know, I, I feel like the decisions you make on weed, yeah, they're not exactly smart or insightful, but they're not quite as dangerous or <laughs> like, I, I guess mean, that's fair. the, the that's point fair. of it is I feel like weed has a lot less consequences that come with it than drinking does. Yeah. I mean, and that's my argument. Also food. Like, munchy food, delicious. Even when you're drunk, munchies hit different. I mean, I will say, I mean, yeah, there are some bad decisions made. I mean, uh, Tate, Hughes, and I, we were trying to knock down a uh, street sign. Oh, night <laughs> With oh a uh, Hughes, okay, so it was like the, one of those little small bus signs, and it was like strapped to a, a like a light pole. Oh, I know the exact and one And Hughes about. took this big pole, and he's just knocking into the sign, <laughs> and he's trying to knock it down. That, that is the Jack Hughes thing to do. No, it that's why I like. That's why I, said, I have like, a video. This, of the it. stupidity that you do when you're drunk, yeah, is just so funny. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you can't recreate it when you're high, when yeah. you're sober, like. You can only do like shit like that. Hey, speak for yourself. When you're drunk. <laughs> See, I I can still be fun as hell when I'm high, but most of the time I'd rather just be chilling. What's so to add to this, and then we'll move on because okay. we have debated weed and alcohol. I think we enough. we debated we it forever. We have a lot show. more. We still have a lot to talk We've about. We've beaten too. this horse into the ground. Okay, I, I promise you, all this is the last time I'll talk about it. <laughs> no, it's not. Nah, but what is your like funnest weed story? Like when you've been on weed, what's like your funnest story? Ooh, okay. I've got a few actually. Pick so one. No, no, you can. You can. I've, I've, oh, got, I've got funnest and most wholesome. Okay, do so it. So most wholesome was the first time I got my friend. For the sake of the art, or for the sake of the podcast, just so I don't reveal his identity, uh, we'll just say his name rhymes with Bogan Layless. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he was very much like anti weed for most of his life, but uh, when he got in college. He wanted to experiment a little bit. You know, he wanted to explore outside his comfort zone. So he was like, all right, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to keep it a buck 50 with you. I am willing to try a weed, you know, once in my life. Of course, it wasn't once, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what I said with alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he said he was willing to try it, but it would have to be in the form of an edible. He didn't want to smoke, which I understand because smoking is like the worst part of weed because, you know, smoking anything is pretty bad for yeah, you. Yeah. So. Uh, we all sat down one night. It was me, him, and two of our other friends in the dorm. This is freshman year. And we all uh, took these like Fruity Pebble edibles and sat down and watched Into the Spider-Verse. Great movie, by the way. What, one of my favorites. Probably my second favorite superhero movie of all time behind Spider-Man 2. <clears throat> but we sat down and watched that. And it like it was just a good time. I remember like... When we got okay, anyone who's seen the movie, like that's your fault. It's like four years old now. But when uh, when Uncle Aaron dies, um, I looked over at one of my friends and I just saw like a tear running down his face. I'm just like, dude, me too. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a good movie. Like high or sober or drunk or whatever, like it's just a great experience, like viewing experience. But I I just remember like I feel like that time specifically was when the four of us just got a lot closer. Sp- specifically me and uh this person that I'm talking about. 
Um, he kind of got to see the joys of cannabis smokage. But um, that yeah, that's the most wholesome time. And then the funnest time was also with this person. <laughs> where, when um, we just, I bought like a gram off my dealer and we just like chiefed the whole thing in one night. And we went into like the Arboretum, you know, just dicked around for a bit. And I remember we went back to the dorm. We like raided that vending machine. That's how I like, that's why I had no dining dollars that year. Cause we just like, we're, um, we were fiending for like the gummy bears or something or the gummy worms. And, um, we did that, harassed some of our friends on the hall and we just like jammed out. Nice. So we got like super paranoid too in the woods cause we kept hearing this thing, but I think it was just us being high. It might have just been, like, a squirrel or something. But, yeah, that was my funnest time on weed. Like, granted, um, when you're high, it's not quite as, like, whoa, yeah. It's not quite as lit yeah. as drinking, but it's yeah. still fun. Yeah. Now, I never said, I mean, again, I've never done weed, so I wouldn't know. Mm. But, like, I'm not saying weed can't be fun. I'm just yeah. saying alcohol looks more fun. I think alcohol is, like, a rowdy fun. I weed's, think, like, a mellow fun. I think there's, like, pros and cons to, like, both sides. Yeah. All right, so we're going to lay that bed. We're going to put that one to bed for a while. Rest in peace. We will let the people in the comments decide which one's better. moving on. Tonight. Oh, tonight. In a 1v1. Oh, yeah. Blake Atkinson challenges McGregor to a five-beer case race. (laughs) You guys in a silly voice. Five-beer case race. Wait, here's my John impression. All right, Blake. You think weed's better than alcohol? I challenge you to a five beer case. <laughs> so, Blake. I like to think that impression was Blake, pretty spot on. Blake. Is this your way of talking shit to me? Blake, for this Blake. case race? Um, yeah. You said it, not me. Your opponent is right there. Yes. You know what he's done. He's 2 and 0. Oh. And I won't lie to you, I am a little bit intimidated by that because Dominic and Tate are both better drinkers than I am. So, how are you feeling going in tonight, knowing the competition that you have? Do you want to raise the stakes? Raise the stakes. You could. How well, so? Up to you guys. It's your thing. Right now, is the Alec bet on with No, Blake? so Gates did not want to do case race, so we're going to do something else regarding that bet. Um, it's just me versus Blake. I told Blake if he wins, uh, he gets 20 bucks. You so, know what, John? Um, How about this? You mentioned raise the stakes. Let's do a six-beer case race. Nope. <laughs> okay. Seven-beer case race. Nope. Eight-beer case, case race. Going once, going five twice. Five-beer case race. <laughs> I'm a five-beer case racer. Five is look. Here, I tell you what. I tell you what. Since you guys are going to get on my case about this five-beer <laughs> case, case race. Case. Yeah, get it. Um, if I lose to Alec Toman, I will not do any more five-beer case races. I will retire from the game of five-beer case race, and I will be forced to do normal case races for now on. <clears throat> but if I win, this continues. And you guys can shut the fuck up. The king won't shut the fuck up. I'm telling you right now. It's probably not going to be me, but it's going to be somebody else. The king will be dethroned. If Alec Tone beats me, I will say. We'll throw Hughes at you. I mean, we're doing Blake and I tonight regardless. Yeah. You're doing that? But (laughs) if if Alec beats me, I retire from five-year case race. So there you go. But Blake, I'm looking for the co- looking forward to the competition. I mean, you are a solid drinker. I picked you for my beer Olympics team. I wouldn't have done that if I didn't think you were a good drinker. So yeah, I mean, granted, we sucked ass, but like, you know, it was you weren't last. Less. You weren't last. We weren't. Uh, our team, Team Ireland, was dead last. Yeah, so oh, I thought you guys had. I thought you guys were second. No, we sucked. Oh, in chugging? Well, in chugging, we no, got in third general. place. That was the only time we got a top three. Um, was in chugging. Yeah, yeah. we were god awful. So, I mean, I no, granted, I did. Carly though, Carly was the goat at flip cup. Oh, oh she was definitely Jack Tate and Jack. She was, was definitely the MVP, dude. 
It was awesome. <laughs> we smoked the competition in Franzia. I don't like. You guys did. You guys, you guys did. did. It wasn't really good. me. I wasn't the one carrying the team. Who was that? It looked like Patty was. Patty was. It's funny too because people always call Patty out for being a shitty drinker. So well, after the thirty beer that we did at the start of last semester. Oh yeah, that, that was, was so much. That fun. was also beer though, and beer has carbonation. Yeah. So that's what. That's why I like to think that the wine just went down a lot better. Like, granted, it still tasted like ass water, but did you have red wine or white wine? We had Moscato, so it was white. The white wine I didn't think was. Bad. Why would no, I like better than the Brian? other kind? Was that it was like it shit. was pretty bad, but like I said, there's no carbonation, so I didn't feel super bloated after the fact. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Blake, I'm uh, looking forward to our nine PM only on well. the rundown. Nine PM at the Goat House. Fun. Gonna go three and zero, baby. Only on ESPN. Buy <laughs> on pay per view. So, Blake, this next segment, we call it Rapid Fire. It really is pretty much hot seat. We have a series of questions. We're, honestly, we're oh just going to keep it Rapid Fire just as, as a gimmick. <laughs> it's just, Rapid it's Fire. Rapid, it's okay. Rapid Fire. Just like five-beer case race. There you go. All right. All right. My first question. You talk about what happened to you at Beach Week. You had a nasty sunburn. Oh, Something boy. happened with your feet. Like, talk about yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, before I get into that, I'll just say... Remember, kids, always wear sunscreen, and when you do, make sure to reapply it. Oh, because oh God. for me, um, it was the either the first or the second day we got down there. Yes, it was like the first day. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was that Sunday. We went, all went to the beach, obviously beach week. And Wait, I, you went to the beach? We did. Oh my God. We didn't go to the week though, sadly. But um, I put on some spray suntan lotion. I forget what the SPF was, and I got in the you know I got in the water. And I was just chilling for a bit, and I guess, like, well, for one, I'm just really fucking stupid, but also, like, no one, I guess, told me beforehand that you're supposed to reapply it, and so I was like, I should be fine with just one coat, because I, like, lathered it on pretty good, but I, you know, I didn't consider the fact that the fucking water would wash it off, and so, you know, my poor judgment ended up in me getting, you know, burnt to a crisp, like, I looked like an absolute lobster. I remember, like... It was me and Shannon. We got burned the worst. And everyone, like, well, as soon as we got back, everyone was just like, damn, y'all are fucking idiots. <laughs> like, it was, um, it was bad. But that, like, wasn't even the worst part. Because... It was like, splotches. I remember. It yeah, was, like, it, all over it, it the place. It was disgusting. Like, oh. So what's the worst part, then? So, the actual, like, sunburn on my body didn't hurt that bad. At least not after, like, the first day. It was my feet. Because what happened was... I had these um, Nike slides that I wear quite a bit. Oh, no. And what happened was I got – well, obviously those got sunburned too, the tops of them. And I put um, the sneak, the slippers on or the slides or whatever, and I didn't realize that I had like a lot of sand in there. Uh, I thought I got most of it out. And so the sand chafed against the tops of my feet while I was walking, you know, walking like to and fro. And that resulted in me getting blisters all over the tops of my feet, which lasted the whole week. Yeah. And so I could not walk for the first couple of days. The By the end of the week, I could like walk decently, but I was just met with like searing pain. And that lasted up until like June. Oh, yeah. He had to wear socks like the rest of the week. Yeah, it was absolutely story. awful. I, so couldn't, I couldn't get in the water anymore. The moral of the story is put on your fucking sunscreen. Put on your sunscreen, kids. Okay. And, and reapply it. Blake, you ready for the next question? I don't know. This sure. is a very controversial question. <laughs> oh, okay. Cars two or three? No, answer. Cars two or three? The answer is neither. 
Okay. Wait, 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 wait. You're going to cop out and say one. This is what Tate said. This is what Tate did. Here's Here's my take. Uh, I don't know if this is unpopular or not, but none of the Cars movies are good. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm done. No. I can't deal with no, it. I'm sorry. I'm done. Time out. Cars is the time out. Bullshit. Box. Cars is the worst franchise that Pixar has ever done Unreal. because it is only made to sell merchandise. Literally, they make they give the they give the characters. It's like Pixar's Despicable Me. They give the characters a super simplistic and rudimentary design, so it's easy to make you know toys and shit out of them and sell merchandise to kids to perpetuate you know the cash flow. And in terms of like you know that'd be one thing because a lot of like good franchises are marketable, but the quality of the movies isn't up to snuff either because Cars One is one of the most forgettable movies I've ever seen. What the fuck wow. are you talking about? The only th- Ben is out of his seat right now. The only two things I am so pissed. The only two things that make it memorable are Life is a Highway and Mater. Everything else is just bland and dull. That movie is my wow. childhood. Wow. Crushing my childhood. Well, to add to this, because obviously it's a NASCAR movie, you went to a NASCAR race with me in October. I mean, what did you think? What did you think of your first uh, NASCAR experience? So I'll be honest, like NASCAR Never really been my thing. It still isn't. But the fact that you, Sean, and Hughes were with me just made it, like, that much better. Like, it, it was still a great time because it just felt like a bonding experience with y'all. And it's like, it was cool to see y'all in your element because I know you and Hughes are all about oh, NASCAR. Yeah. So. Me, yeah, me and Hughes are big time. Also, big Martinsville time is just, like, a cool city. Yeah, you know. it's really cool. It's really cool. And that race was a banger. I mean, I, I kept saying, like, that was your guys' first race. It was such a banger. Dude, I just remember how, like... um. I overslept the next morning, and y'all had to break oh. into my apartment and oh my drag God. me out of bed. This guy. So, yeah, and Hughes did, too, because you, we were throwing the Halloween – it was the Halloween party. And so I took your ass, your drunk ass, to cookout because you couldn't, you couldn't shut about cookout. Yeah, cookout. Hello. Oh, God. And so I told Hughes, I'm like, Hughes, be ready at like 7 a.m. So, of course, I get there. Tom Tom was the only one that woke up. I was proud of him. <laughs> I went to Hughes' door, and this motherfucker won't get up. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, dude, you're going to miss the race. And so he gets up. As soon as he hears that, his ears perk up. We had to barge into, into your apartment, Blake. We had to keep knocking on the door. I was finally answered. I was so disoriented, too, because I, like, you know, obviously my vision was still kind of foggy, like, when you first wake up. Yeah. And I was just like, huh? Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> he's like, Blake literally goes, he's like, dude, I blacked. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, we're supposed to go today. Yeah, I fucking died oh. the, the night before. But I just remember, like... It was funny, too, because we went to Walmart to, like, stock up on snacks and stuff, yeah. and I was just still, like, pretty – I was still, like, half asleep yeah, for most yeah, of it. So, yeah. you know, n- nothing, like, hits different more than, you know, a, like a 7.30 a.m. Walmart run when, like, your brain is only operating at half capacity. Yeah. He was out of it, but then Hughes kept drinking beer. I'm like, this guy. Yeah. Hughes is a different breed. I remember – tank. I remember Sean had one. I had two. And Hughes had five. I had like five, yeah. It was yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> but also like for Hughes, that just goes down like water. Like especially yeah. especially Miller, I think it was. Was it Miller? It was yeah. Miller or Coors, obviously. Yeah, that shit's just bread water. But back to the Cars thing. So never been a fan of – well, I probably was a fan of Cars at some point. But like retroactively, it, it sucks. Wow. And Cars 2 is even worse. Like oh. it took the blandness of – of the first okay i will admit cars 2 is not as bland as cars but it's also like way more obnoxious and unnecessary because it's a spy movie 
<laughs> it's a spy movie about cars. Like I'm sure a million and a million and one people have made this argument before. But like, if they if Pixar wanted to make a spy movie, why make it like just make it its own thing? Like why would you make an unnecessary? Well, I get why they made an unnecessary sequel to Cars, but it's just so gratuitous. Unnecessary. Back up like a foot. That sequel was so necessary. To who? Was it better than to two? me. Was it better than two? Cars oh, one was better oh, than two. That's not a discussion. Oh yeah, I was about to say I haven't gotten to Cars three, but um. Oh, let's get to three. I want to hear this. So, Cars three is just kind of like it's fine, you know. It, like anything, any critique I made about the first two movies kind of applies to it. <laughs> it I don't know. It, it's just this man is down on Cars. It's there. I, I don't know. Like. I do like a lot of Pixar franchises. Like, I really like Inside Out. So I'm, I'm not even just, like, an old head. Like, oh, their old movies were so much better. No, like, it really depends. They're kind of, like, the Adam Sandler of, like, movie companies. Because they have, like, when they try, you know, they really can, like, achieve great things. Like, they, they've put out, like, you know, a lot of great installments. But at the same time, like, you can tell when they're just, like, phoning it in. Next and scenario. Cars is like the epitome of that. It's like when you Cars and the Despicable Me sequels, they they're just like representative of what happens when a company only cares about the bottom line and like the paychecks. Wow. It's and like down on Cars. I'm sorry, that's just my two cents. You're not making it to the case race tonight. <laughs> you are not. What, am I disqualified? No, you're not making it, like, period. Like, you won't be there. All right, hey, look. Enough of the car slander. Let's get back to our regularly scheduled Tate slander. Okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is Jack Tate clutch, yes or no? Fuck, I'm not going to answer that. We all know the, We all know what I'm going to say. Okay, then answer it. Yes. No. Thank you. It's not clutch. Okay, <laughs> why, why not? Um, well, we all know the story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, move it up. Move it up. Move it up. The next question. All I'm going to say is... Uh, <laughs> That's all we need to know. Uh, okay. Ready? How based are you? Yes. Okay, good answer. <laughs> all right, John. Now these are rapid fire. Now we, right. we got a long discussion on cars. Well, now we're going. I'm this quite a based discussion. Individual. This has been a discussion. You asked it on the Christmas show. You see, you seem to ask this question to other people, but I want to know. Okay. Who is your favorite sophomore? Unbi- and you can't pick yourself either. Oh, damn it. Don't pick, pick yourself. You can't pick yourself because that's a cop out. My favorite sophomore. Ooh, this is actually like, this is a hot take, because it's like I feel like if I choose between my close friends, that's kind of a dick move. Like if I said Ben or Sean, that'd be kind of like, you know, like kind of hurtful to the other one. So yeah, it's only Sean, right? <laughs> so Tom. I'm gonna be 100% honest, Thomas. Oh, Thomas is my favorite. Sophomore I don't really know Thomas because Thomas I've never cool. had a bad experience with him. <laughs> like even with my closest friends, like yeah, we've had our ups and downs, like any friends would. Yeah. But with Thomas, like every conversation I have with him is just good. Like even um, I actually saw him today, and cl- he's in uh, my English two twenty one class, and you know we talked for a bit. And he's just like very approachable. He's just very easy to like stri- strike up a conversation with, and. Like I said, I've never really had like a bad thought about the guy. All right. So, so favorite sophomore is Thomas San Thomas S. <laughs> Thomas S. All right. Last rapid fire. Who is the most fun person to party with? John Breeden. <laughs> I've said it time and time again. Dude, like no Easy answer. Yeah, I was about to say no one's got shit on McGregor. He's just <laughs> when he like when he gets the uh, 
the whiskey flowing and the uh, the Coors Light, you know, that's when you know shit's about to hit the fan. <laughs> I don't know, it's about to go down. You just have this like energy when you're drunk that even like, because obviously like people when they're drunk they have energy, but you're like on another level. <laughs> like when I party with you, I don't know, it, it just feels like, I don't know, you, you feel like the second coming of like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that's a weird comparison. I've but never like, been compared to Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that's a new one. Form before, but I will take it. I don't know. You just have like this enthusiasm that never dies. Because I feel like some people, when they get drinking, obviously they're like, woo, at first. But after the fact that I'm not calling anyone out, well, yeah, I kind of high five. I'm, 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 I'm kind of calling myself out with this, but. I mean, everybody. But, but most people, when they start drinking, they're super excited. But like a couple hours in, they just get either like sleepy, depressed, or angry. It's sleepy Tate. Yeah. <laughs> but like with you, uh, it can be like 1 a.m. in the morning. You know, everyone's, like, dead. You know, we're all, like, we've all entered that pre-hangover stage when, like, yeah. the drunkness wears off and you start feeling shitty. And you're still just like, we play a bureau card and we just sitting on our asses. <laughs> and I love that. Like, I strive for that energy were, were every time I vibe. Were you up the night at the beach when I was trying to do the puzzle? Were you up that night? Or were you, were you out? I think I was, like, still up. But I wasn't there mentally. Like my, uh, my brain was going out and getting a pack of Marlboros. We gotta I gotta bring somebody on here who can retell that story. <laughs> That's a good I just remember like nice. did we, you, you, I wish you were there okay, for that bit. Did we ever finish the puzzle? No. No. <laughs> Not even <laughs> close. I was drunk as shit. I've seen I've we seen gotta like finish this puzzle. Well no, there were like some pieces missing, I think. Yeah, there were like eight pieces missing. But oh, that sucks. Yeah. We'll I was making that we'll finish it this year. We were making that our mission to like to finish it. All right, everybody, so that's going to conclude this episode of the Rundown Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe to our channel. Follow us on Instagram at the run underscore down podcast. If you're on the team, sign up or let Ben and I know that you want to be on. I mean, if you've already signed up, we already got you, so, like, don't worry about it. But if you haven't signed up, let us know. We have a long list of people. We have a long list of people, but we will get to everybody. Mark our words. And remember, remember, kids. Don't forget to subscribe to Salami Sandwich. <laughs> Salami Sandwich Salami on YouTube Sandwich. and on Instagram. Link in the description, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. we I'll got you. We got you. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, final thoughts. Just want to say thank the both of y'all for having me on. It's oh, been a blast. Uh, honestly, like, this has been even more fun than the last episode. Like, yeah. Really? I, well, because I can, like, I actually know what I'm saying and <laughs> I, I can remember it. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't have angry little me screaming at everybody. Angry little I was an angry little drunk that night. <laughs> I I screaming at everybody. This is going off the rails. <laughs> this is absolute shit show. I think it's just because, like, I get paranoid sometimes when I get drunk. So I think during the show, I was just getting paranoid that, like, everything was going off the rails on the show. I mean, when in reality, was... it was just me screaming. I was making the show worse. One last thing I want to mention about that is I just love the comments on that video. Well, I remember <laughs> oh, one was great. like, Legend has it, Blake's still trying to talk about bang. It's like, <laughs> take a drink every time someone says, dude, I'm so gone. Or like, this podcast has gone off the rails. That's how you die. I think <laughs> there's a bunch of... That's how you get alcohol poisoning. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, other than that... um. Yeah, it's been a vibe. It's been a vibe. All right. Have yourselves a gay old time. Take that any way you want. And we will talk to you later. <laughs> All right, Blake. Thank you very much for joining us. Do we want to preview who's next? Yes. Yeah, so coming up next on the podcast, we have two of our freshmen coming on. A trouble on. Freshman dynamic duo. We have Jordan Hughes and Carly Anderson coming on next. They're trouble. They're... It's going to be very oh, interesting. Yeah. Another two-person episode so another i call them the troublesome duo so 
It's a fitting name. Yeah, it kind of is. I'm sure it'll be the, the first freshman we have on the show. So State history. Stay yeah, tuned. True. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. All right. All right. Blake, thank you very much for joining us. That's it, everybody. Yes, sir. This was, this was The Rundown. Peace out.